Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over some common myths you may hear about variable speed pumps, and I'll address these one by one. And hopefully after you hear this podcast, you're going to feel more comfortable with potentially upgrading to a variable speed pump. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open 7 days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Also receive priority service, enhanced rebate programs, a discount on your general liability insurance through SPA, a discount on your pool riding software through Skimmer, and an opportunity to co-brand with Leslie's on your social media, website, truck, and more. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So last year in July, the Department of Energy here in the United States pretty much put in a mandate for variable speed pumps. Not technically that you have to have one installed, but they made the regulations pretty strict so that anything above one horsepower would probably not qualify under their regulations. And therefore, the variable speed pump kind of got pushed out there front and center. Now, we've had this on our books here in California before it went national. No one really enforced it here. I mean, there were some enforcement here and there. But now that it's on a national level, it's going to be enforced more or less by the manufacturers. We're going to move away from making, say, a two-horsepower single-speed pump. And they're going to focus more on variable speed pumps. And the first myth that I hear a lot is that the variable speed pump does not really save you any electricity or not enough to justify the cost of it. And in some respects, the builders that put these in don't program them for the maximum energy savings. And you may not notice a huge savings on your electricity bill. There's some builders here that just leave them at the full 3450 RPMs. And that kind of defeats the whole purpose of having a VS pump. Some will leave the high speed at 3100 or 3200, which again, doesn't save you a whole lot of money. The way you save your money on the variable speed pump, well, it is kind of complicated to calculate it because of how electricity is sold here in my area and most areas, and that's by the kilowatt hour. So it encompasses all the electricity that your house uses during that one hour. So your air conditioner, your refrigerator, the lights you have on, and your pool pump. So if you were to get an energy survey, and I've had customers do this in the past when Edison used to do this. I'm not sure if Edison still does that. So the California Edison, they actually go out to your house and do like a survey of what uses the most electricity. And I've seen a couple of these surveys from my customers, and both of them had the pool pump right behind the air conditioner. And it was definitely in front of every other appliance that they had. So the pool pump, I think one of them said that was 80% of the energy consumption in the summer was the pool pump, which is a lot of kilowatt hours going to one device. So it's not something where you can look at the variable speed pump and you can see actual savings generated by running it at lower RPMs, but it does translate to an overall 
less usage per kilowatt hour per month for your household. And I'll break this down into a very unscientific level. If you were to run your VS pump at 1800 RPMs, and I should explain this, that a single speed pump runs, runs at 3450 RPMs, that's revolutions per minute, and that's just a standard speed it runs at. It doesn't have any way of going lower than that. And if you have a variable speed pump, you can, of course, have variable speeds and you can run it at different RPMs. And let's say you run your variable speed pump at 1800 RPMs, which technically is half of 3450 RPMs, not exactly. And so you would think that you would save half the electricity because you're running at half the speed. But in reality, you're actually saving about 90% over the full speed. Because running it at 1800 RPM is only generating about 130 watts of electricity during that runtime that is running or the one hour period. Again, it doesn't translate directly because wattage and kilowatt hours are, are different. And it's one of those things where just for the optics, I'm saying that running it at 1800 RPMs using about 130 watts of electricity. Now, if you ran that same pump at 3450 RPMs and it was a two horsepower single speed pump and you're running it for that one hour period, you would use about 1800 watts on that. So it's a lot less, almost 90% less wattage running it at half the speed of a single speed pump. So I really think this myth comes from the fact that you're running the variable speed pump at say 1800 RPMs for 12 hours or 18 hours when you'd be running your single speed pump for you know six hours. And so you're running it longer and it's, if it's half the speed, you're only saving half the wattage, which is not true, as I mentioned from that example. So a good VS pump program would be, you know, let's say you had a 14,000-gallon pool. I would run the low speed at 1,800 RPMs for about 12 hours. And then I would run a medium speed of 2,400 RPMs, maybe 2,600 RPMs if you really wanted to get the surface water moving. And that's still saving you a huge amount of electricity at the medium speed. And you really never have to run the variable speed pump pump at 3,000 RPMs or above. And this is where you get the least amount of savings using the VS pump. So yes, it does save you a tremendous amount of electricity. You just can't see it optically because it's running longer. And mathematically in your head, if you think, you know, you're cutting the speed down by half at 1,800 RPMs, you're only saving half the electricity when you're actually saving a tremendous amount of electricity. So the energy savings is there. It's just hard to actually extract it, you know, from a standpoint of using just basic, you know, observ observation and seeing the runtime and the speed. And if you look at most variable speed pumps, will have the wattage being able to be displayed on the screen. And that's what you want to focus on is how much watts it's using as it's running. And you're going to see the savings at that point. Another myth is that all the variable speed manufacturers make the same VS pump. They're all the same. It doesn't really matter which brand you get. They're all pretty much equal. Now, that's not entirely accurate. I would say there's some off-brand ones that aren't as good as some of the brand name ones. And that's not entirely accurate in the respect of if you were going to upgrade to VS pump, if they're all the same, it doesn't really matter which one you get. You want to look for the one at the lowest price point. But there are many factors when you go to shop for a VS pump. And I think the number one factor is what equipment are you running at your pool? So let's say you're running an automated system with the Jandy Aqualink. By default, I would recommend getting a Jandy VS pump because it communicates directly with the automated system without any issues. And 
brand for brand that makes a lot of sense. If you had a Pentair, I would say get a Pentair and Teleflow pump because that will communicate with the automated system directly. Now, if you don't have an automated system and you have a Pentair pump, Pentair filter, Pentair heater, and you want to replace it with, say, a Hayward VS pump, you're welcome to do that. But if you ever wanted to upgrade to an automated system in the future, having the Pentair variable speed pump makes things easier. Not to say that the other pumps can't communicate with the automation. It just makes more sense to have the pump designed for the system running at the system. They're all made really well. They're not all exactly equal. Some have easier menus to operate. For instance, the Pentair and Teleflow pump has a more difficult menu to operate than a lot of the other variable speed pumps. Even though it's a great pump and it's bulletproof, it does have a non-user friendly interface. And then the Jandy JEP-R is not the most user friendly controller either. And I think Hayward probably has the best controller on back. You may not like Hayward because they have some drive failures, but as far as the controller on back, it's pretty user intuitive. And of course, you can default to the Jacuzzi variable speed pumps. They're made by Hayward, so they'll work with the Hayward automation, and they have an upgraded Hayward drive on the back. It's not the ones that have failed in the past. And I like the interface on the back of the Jacuzzi and the Hayward pumps. Then you have Sentry and Nidec making just the motor part of the pump. And I would say if you're comparing those two, the Nidec has a better interface than the Century uh, VS motor. And of course, you have Waterway making VS pumps. You have Black & Decker, which I believe they're a another company that's making it for Black & Decker. I kind of know the company, but I'm not going to let it out of the bag here. And I think that's a good choice also. I, I know the company behind it. They're actually really solid. So not all the VS pumps are equal. And one of the factors I think you have to think about is future upgrades of your system or compatibility or direct compatibility, I should say, with the automated system you have on your pool right now. Another myth that I hear a lot is that the bigger horsepower, or actually I should say the greater total horsepower, the better. And in some respects, this makes logical sense. Other respects, it doesn't. And I'll give you an example of this. Let's say that you have a 115 volt equipment pad you have a one horsepower pump on there and you wanted to get the Hayward TriStar VS pump, the three horsepower VS pump. So you get that one, you put it on your equipment and you're thinking you're gonna get three horsepower out of your 115 volt pad. And the truth is that that particular VS motor is gonna throttle down and run at half the speed or less than half actually. So it's gonna bring it down to about one horsepower, total horsepower of a three horsepower pump. So you just spent a lot of money getting a three horsepower VS pump for your 115 volt pool that was running a one horsepower pump. So any 2.7 or three horsepower VS pump running on a 115 volt breaker is gonna throttle down and run at a lower horsepower. So technically you're not getting three horsepower, 2.7 horsepower if you're not running on a 230 volt breaker. Now if you are running on a higher breaker, you may not need a 2.7 or three horsepower VS pump and you may get away with a 1.65 horsepower. That would be my default for anyone. Just get the 1.65 horsepower VS pump. You're running a one horsepower pump now. Going to 1.65, the 115 volt breaker can handle it. And if you have, most pools don't really need a three horsepower VS pump. Some do if you have solar on the roof, you have a lot of water features. If you have a really large pool. If the spa is extremely far from the pool equipment, then you would want the three horsepower VS pump. 
but it may not be worth the extra money to invest in a 3 horsepower variable speed pump when you get away with a 1.65 horsepower and in some cases even a 1 horsepower VS pump will suffice for most pools. You're not going to notice a big difference between the horsepower and you're going to pay a lot more for the 3 horsepower VS pump when you may not need it. So the bottom line is that the larger the horsepower, total horsepower for a VS pump is kind of a misnomer. It's not something that you would want in every case. Although you do save more money using a higher horsepower VS pump. I should keep saying total horsepower VS pump, but it's one of those things where it's kind of a wash. It's not really a huge difference in energy savings with the higher total horsepower VS pump. And if you don't need the full three total horsepower, I wouldn't invest in it and spend the extra money for it. It's just not necessary. On my pool, I actually have two VS pumps. So my main pump was a Pentair 1.5 horsepower Whisper Flow. And I first replaced it with a one horsepower Jandy VS Flow Pro just to see if there was a big drop off in the spa or in just the overall flow of the pool. And there wasn't. And then I went and put a 2.7 Flow Pro, VS Flow Pro in there. And I'm running it on that pump now. And I'm using the one horsepower for the water feature. And there really is no major difference that I can tell running the two different horsepowers on my pool setup. Again, if you have solar, or if you have water features, or if you have the pump pretty far from the pool, you're definitely going to need the higher horsepower. But in most cases, you can get away with the 1.65 total horsepower VS pump. And that would be my default pump, again, for most people that are purchasing a VS pump. Another myth is that the VS pumps don't really circulate the water that the water doesn't look like it's moving much and it's not really circulating the chemicals. It's not something that's healthy for the pool. And that's just a myth based on what you see happening with the water. Yes, if you're running the pool at 1800 RPMs, the skimmer is not going to pull in a lot of surface debris. Therefore, the pool may look a little messier and not as nice, but the water is definitely being circulated. I have the FlowViz flow meter on my pool. And at 1800 RPMs, I can see that it's moving about 25 gallons per minute. And it's actually moving the water very well in the pool. It's just one of those things where it's not moving 65 gallons of water per minute, which would be a single speed at um, 3450 RPM. So you're, you're going to definitely notice a cleanliness difference with the variable speed pump. There's no doubt about it. You're running it at a lower speed, therefore the water is not circulating on the surface as well as it may appear. And it's not one of those things where it's not moving the water. It's just moving it a lot slower. It's all going to get through the filter. And that's one reason why you have to run the pool a lot longer with a variable speed pump. So if you had a single speed pump running 8 hours a day, you're going to have to run that VS pump, you know, 18, 20 hours a day to have the same turnover effect running at lower RPM. So be aware of the longer run times with the variable speed pump. It's quieter and you can run it at a lower RPM for most of that time. But you're going to have to run it longer to get the same amount of water through the pool filter and for the same turnover that a single speed pump would have achieved. But you will notice that the pool surface isn't looking the greatest with the variable speed pump in some cases. And then you would just run it at a high speed, not a high speed, I'm sorry, a medium speed of 24 or 2600 RPMs. You can run that for 6 or 7 hours and that would get the surface fairly cleaned for you. And if you really are bothered by the surface debris, you can run it at 3100 RPMs for an hour or two to really get that surface moving. I have the Skim Doctor 2.0 in my pool, 
and it really does pull in more of the water at a lower RPM. And I recommend a device like that if you're worried about the surface debris at your pool. Or you can buy a solar surface skimmer like the Beta 2.0 and that'll take care of the surface debris while your VS pump is running at lower speeds. One thing that you also have to be aware of if you have a suction cleaner, you may have to boost up the RPMs for several hours, let's say 2600 RPMs, to get that cleaner moving in the pool. It's not going to move really well at 1800 RPMs. And with a pressure cleaner, you want to at least have 1800 RPMs going to the pool to get enough water to that booster pump to make it operate and push the water through that pressure cleaner. So there are a little bit of a drawbacks when you're using a suction cleaner in a pool with a VS pump, and that is you have to run it at a higher RPM to get it moving. You can simply get a robotic pool cleaner and not worry about raising the RPMs for the suction cleaner. But then again, that's another investment if you already have a suction cleaner. So just be aware of the fact that it is a myth that the water is not being moved in the pool. You just can't really see it cleaning the pool as well as if you had the pump running at 3450 RPMs and really pushing that water on the surface into the skimmer. And I think the last myth kind of ties in with the first one on the energy savings. And this one is that the cost of the VS pump is not justifiable. And in reality, after about a year or two of using a VS pump, it's going to actually pay for itself in energy savings. Again, it doesn't directly translate the money on your electricity bill like being reversed, but it does translate into the kilowatt hour usage being lowered, thereby reducing your overall energy use at your house. And this is how you save the money. And I think this is one of those things where the cost of it, there are some things that are inherent that make the costs much higher. And that mainly is the drive on back, the VS drive as we call it. It's the controller on there. And this is what kind of regulates the speed of the VS pump and you can change it to different uh, RPMs. This drive on the back is the most expensive component of the VS pump. In some cases when the drive burns out on like say a Pentair and Teleflow, it may be better just to get a whole new pump because the drive is so expensive by itself. So the high price of the variable speed pump is mainly that component, the drive on back. The motor is not much different than the standard motor. And the pump itself, usually the wet end is something familiar. Like for instance, the IntelliFlow is the Pentair WhisperFlow wet end. And then you have the um, Hayward TriStar, which is the same as the standard TriStar pump. Just has a different VS motor on the back. So the cost itself is because of that component. There's more electronics, of course, also because you have a controller for the pump, usually on top of it or a separate controller. And this adds to the cost of it, of course, because now you have... A controller versus a time clock and this adds to the cost of it so the cost is one of those things where you can't get away from it because of the extra component mainly the drive on back that controls the vs pump speeds and of course you're getting really good technology with the timer built into the pump itself and you're also getting the ability to wire it to an automated system where it can, communi can communicate with the automated system and control the speeds and the scheduling through the automated system. So there is a lot more involved in the variable speed pump and therefore it costs more. So is a high price justified? Well, the components kind of justify that high cost. And then of course the energy savings you're gonna get from installing it really justify the high cost of it. And I should also add here that the variable speed pump, since it's running at variable speeds and it's kind of built differently than a single speed pump in a certain way, they're going to last a lot longer for that reason. Most are totally enclosed motors now, 
which means that they're protected from the elements, which are going to make them last longer. So you're going to get two or three times more use out of a variable speed motor on the back of the VS pump than you would get with a standard single speed motor, single speed pump. So the fact that they're going to last two or three times longer than your single speed motor and pump makes it definitely worth the extra price you're paying for it, the extra price for installing it. This all gets returned back to you in the energy savings if you set the pump correctly. So I think the bottom line is that there are a lot of myths out there about variable speed pumps. Maybe a lot of them are optics, things you see. For example, if you have the running at 1800 RPMs, you're thinking it's going to just save half the electricity of a full speed pump or a pump running at full speed. Or you may see that the pool doesn't look as clean with the variable speed pump running at low speed than your single speed pump. Those are all things that are optics and they're not actual facts of the VS pump. You save a tremendous amount of money on electricity by running your pool with a variable speed pump and it does circulate the water, but not as effectively as a single speed pump running at full speed. But I think it's something that you should be looking at upgrading to if you have a single speed pump and it's time to upgrade. Or if you want to just cut to the chase and cut out your old single speed pump and go with the variable speed pump, I would suggest getting a new pump put in, or you can just get the VS motor put on, which is technically the whole VS pump is the back of it anyway. So look at the Nidec VS motors, look at the Century VS motors, and they all will fit just about any pump on the market. There's like a few exceptions out there, very rare that the VS motor won't fit on your existing pump. And you can talk to your local pool store, go to Leslie's or go to your local pool store and find out which VS motor will fit your pump. Your local pool service provider can, of course, also put on a VS motor on the back of your existing pump if it's not too old, or you can just go with a straight VS pump upgrade. Bottom line, there's a huge amount of money you can save on it. The upfront costs are justified, and all these myths are just something that are propagated out there by people that maybe in the past didn't want you to buy a VS pump, but you're kind of regulated to do that in the United States, unfortunately. I don't really agree with that aspect of it. However, that's the reality of it. And so upgrading to a VS pump would be a smart thing to do. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can definitely find them on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. Click on that podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu of other podcasts that I've recorded. And you can also check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com if you're in the industry and you want to enhance your business. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash poolguy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.